Welcome to Voices, a national award-winning podcast brought to you by the Seneca Valley School District. Welcome. This is Jeff Krakoff. Today, we're with John Demkowitz, who's Director of Transportation for Seneca Valley School District. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much. So why don't we just start with, you know, I think people have this idea that the, the notion that a bus shows up at the right time at the right place every day just happens. And I'm sure it's never as easy as that. So can you just kind of give me an overview of, of how busing transportation works at the district? Uh, absolutely. And it is no small feat, even though uh, the consistency that most people uh, seem to have uh, make it seem like, oh, it's just the bus is coming and it comes every every day at the same time. Right. Um, so so we generally we get a roster of students and uh, we start compiling in our, our routing software, um, trying to create create these bus routes and get the students to where they're going to. Mm -hmm. um, from there, uh, you uh, I work with, uh, so we have many students who are going to many different programs and it's just trying to find the most efficient way to get everybody where they need to be safely, um, uh, utilizing the resources you have. Um, so you have your drivers, your vehicles, uh, your time um, are, are your some of your major factors. And, and so it, you can't just put everybody on a bus and just have the bus go to a, all the schools. So it's just the the tight. I like to call it a little bit of a choreography of a little bit of a dance uh, to get everybody to uh, their expected locations. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're working with time and space, making students get to uh, their location. Uh, you're, then you start after the routes are created. Uh, we work with two contractors, ABC and Valley Lines, um, and they help uh, gather drivers for, for us, the vehicles. They maintain those as well, which is a big maintenance side to those vehicles as well to keep them safe and operational. Um, the, the contractors also help uh, train the drivers, so they uh, hold the proper credentials um, so they can continue to uh, provide a high level of service for us. Um, and once uh, you pass through all those things, you, the drivers get trained on those routes, they review them, they run them, uh, get a little bit more acquainted with how it flows, uh, give some feedback to us um, so we could potentially tweak some of the routes if there's some safety concerns or mm -hmm. if there's, hey, there potentially maybe a better way to route this where we're not potentially hitting as much traffic or uh, some un unknown circumstances that come up with, with actually riding uh, the bus uh, through those areas. Um, and then ultimately on day one, you, you, you roll it all out. Uh, everybody's prepped and primed. I mean, you've delivered all the information to the, the families as well. Uh, I'm thankful that we have a electronic component where we could get that information to our families very easily through the, the school portal. Uh, all the transportations available in that area, um, which we post up there. And uh, yeah, so then we uh, give all the information to the schools as well. So they know who's expected to arrive on what vehicle near what time. And generally, I mean, you, everything runs as planned. Um, and yeah. streets get a little bit more congested because of our, our buses running through and people are taking a little bit more care because they see those vehicles with the red lights and they're stopping and uh heeding to the, the the safety of our students who are trying just trying to get to school i mean okay. so we're making that process work for them 
Um, and then out getting the students home, getting them on the correct buses, um, then drivers get them to the correct bus stop, making sure that students, uh, especially our, our youngest kiddos are arriving to a, a parent or guardian that is receiving them. So we're not dropping off young students to just an empty bus stop. So there's always someone there as well. Um, and then also, I mean, there's an ex uh, extraordinary extra care that's given to our, our students with um, exceptional needs as well. So I guess there, there's multiple layers and facets to yeah. make all this happen. And the dance happens every day, but it's always different. So lots of moving pieces. I was checking out your bio and it screams to me, this gentleman knows busing in school districts. I know that you work for a busing transportation company. I know you worked for another district, among other things. Why don't you walk us through your professional background a little bit? Absolutely, and thank you for that compliment there. I've uh, been 12 years um, in Pennsylvania pupil transportation, um, coming from the Quaker Valley School District and, and also Monarch Student Transportation. Uh, Quaker Valley, I held the title of their transportation supervisor and also uh, a custodial supervisor as well. And went hand in hand, really got into the servicing the needs from a from the district perspective um, and, and helping the district grow in, in the sense of ownership of that transportation system. Um, but then I also have the contractor side as well coming through Monarch, uh, an exceptional company and helped train me um, first as a bus driver um, into um, through their whole umbrella of multiple different organiza organizations that they run through and got the experiences working up in Pine Richland, down in Pittsburgh uh, Public, and then mm. also down in Quaker Valley. So getting multiple different diverse levels of experience through different, significantly different areas um, that's helped lead me to this position here um, that helps balance and understand both a district's needs and uh, obligations and, and uh, just, just the services that we need to be able to provide for our families and students, uh, but also balance the operations and contractors' uh, relations and needs that they have as well. Got it. So mm -hmm. you joined uh, the district here this year in 2022. What are some of your goals and, and the overall transportation goals for the district as we move forward? Definitely uh, want to start off in saying here that we – uh, have a well-established transportation system. Uh, uh, Mr. Pearson has, uh, and the transportation team have created something that, that really does work. Our contractors do provide extra services and go up in, well into helping us achieve all this. So it's definitely a, a great thing to step into. Um, and the partnerships are very strong and it, it works very well. But uh, I, I like to continue to uh, provide a safe and reliable way to and from school for our students and families, um, ultimately while mitigating our dynamic complications uh, that are intensifying with labor shortages, um, mm -hmm. that, it, that it's really affecting everything, including the transportation sector. So, so what are you finding? I, I take it, it there is a shortage of, of qualified bus drivers out there that you're dealing with? Uh, it, absolutely. And it, I can't say it's just been the last few years or pandemic related. This has been going on going, but pandemic has definitely increased, intensified this here. Um, so I, we're trying to find creative solutions 
um, utilizing the resources we currently have. So we're in the evaluation, uh, realignment and planning process with our routes right now and reconstructing um, bus routes that service uh, CBE, Hain, Rowan and Ermancrest um, just because of how our dynamics change within our demographic study and then also just the location of the physical uh, school going from Evans City to Ermancrest. Um, so um, we're, we're trying to find solutions to utilize all our vehicles most efficiently and effectively. Um, so potentially we may need to move some physical bus stop locations uh, to realign and utilize the bus and it's safe. I mean, it's constructed to be able to stop traffic and create that layer of safety around there. So, um, but potentially uh, students may have to walk a little bit farther to a bus stop, um, but we're still providing services near their home um, uh, just to um, just get students to where they need to fill the buses up to the highest capacity. I mean, yeah, I, utilizing the capacity of the vehicle as much, much as we can and um, utilizing the, the limited amount of time that it really realistically has to get from home to, to school and then school to home. Okay. So I think we started this conversation of all the moving pieces and layers and, and pretty much all, almost all the time, things work out the way they're supposed to. Let's talk about what if they don't, if there's a need for an alternative stop or there's some other kind of issue comes up. Can you tell students and parents what to look for, where to look for it, how they might be notified? Absolutely. Um, generally, alternative stops are for um, families who are setting up something that's needed for them um, that, that's consistent. Um, but it may not be five days a week at home. Um, so it may be daycare Tuesday and Thursday and then traveling home Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And it has a, re uh, a cycle that repeats every week. So it's consistent. Um, we're able to provide services like that. Um, uh, and then to get a service like that, you would need to log into the uh, svsd.net uh, webpage or the Seneca Valley webpage and, and, and look at the transportation site and look for uh, your uh, alternate stops uh, or stop assignments. Um, there's a page there and you fill out a form. It comes to us. That form needs to be received in the transportation office uh, before uh, Friday, August 5th, okay. um, which and then we'll be able to take all those requests and have them implemented by the first day of school. Uh, if we don't receive it by the 5th, um, we, we pause uh, so we can make sure that we can provide the services that are requested at that point. And then uh, after September 13th, we'll begin processing those alternative stops again, just to get the system running smoothly. Um, so if there's a, a needed change in that window, parents would have to provide services for them at that particular point. So I urge you to please uh, get your alternate stops in before August 5th, and we could get that started for you for the beginning of school. Got it. What about, you mentioned the website. Is there other information that we all need to know about that's there on the portal that people can check for? If you go to the, the website and uh, hit their departments and then transportation, that's going to take you to the, the, the transportation site. Uh, so our transportation request is going to get you the information of how you get your alternate stops. And then um, there's also attendance zones. And uh, if you're moving within the district, um, 
uh, frequency asked questions and how to locate lost items. Um, school bus is an extension of the uh, school itself. So there's conduct rules and safety uh, mm -hmm. criteria that are listed there as well. Okay. So well, wealth of information that everybody could find and see to, uh, to help keep us all safe and get everybody where they need to be. All right. Well, I'm sure this is a busy time, even though school is currently out do, doing a lot of planning for the first day of school. So I really do appreciate you taking the time. This was John Demkowitz, Director of Transportation at Seneca Valley School District. Uh, thanks again. And is there anything else you want to add before I let you go? Absolutely. I do want to say that uh, the Seneca Valley School District is seeking additional school bus and van drivers and okay. aides. Um, so if, if you or someone you know may be qualified, uh, interested, or has the ability to serve our community, uh, please reach out to us and um, we can help guide you to our local garages. I mean, there's flexible schedules and flexible commitments that can be considered and they will for sure train you. I mean, everybody, if you're able to drive a vehicle, you can drive a school bus. It is, uh, we, we can, you are trainable. Just because it. it seems to be large and big, it is still attainable by anybody who drives a vehicle. So please, well, you, you, you please mentioned consider. you were a driver. Um, how big of an, an, an adaptation is that for somebody that might have only driven something as large as a, a car or a minivan or something like that? Is it a pretty easy thing to, to learn? I believe anybody could be taught anything. So uh, with time and, yeah. and some patience and some practice, I mean, anybody could be a safe school bus driver. Um, obviously, you'd need uh, proper qualifications um, and backgrounds to be able to do that. But I mean, right. um, that vetting process will get you in and we definitely be able to help um, solidify and keep our transportation system consistent and also be able to help take part in uh, some of our athletics as well to help them succeed in their uh, adventures to other competitions in far off places. All right. Well, that's awesome. Thanks for adding that in. So again, that's John Dempowitz, Director of Transportation. You have a wonderful day. Thank you very much. Take care. All right. Take care.